Hi guys, welcome back to Season 1, Episode 5. Let's begin. Chapter 3. So, so you ran, Hagen said, all the way to Texas. I nodded. Texas is just where I wound up, I said. The running was the important part. Hagen sat back in her chair. Let me ask you something, she said. Just how much of this do you expect me to believe? All of it. Every word, she asked. Breathing the air in that room was like chewing on 30-year-old cigarette smoke. I felt tired, cold, anxious, sweaty, frightened, lonely, and above all eager to win, hanging over. Every word, I told her. She folded her hands behind her head and grinned as if she'd knew something I didn't. Why do you hyphenate your last name, she said. What? Robert's Walsh. You hyphenate your last name. Why? Changing topic midstream was Heidi's way of keeping a suspect off balance. It worked. You can never tell what was coming next. Sorry, I said, but how is that relevant? Would you say that you have maternal issues, Miss Robertswalt? Issues is a bit vague. Problems then. No more so than any other couple. So everything's fine at home? Have you ever been married, Detective Hennigan? See, let the question pass. What's interesting is that you're very similar to your husband. How's that? You're both guarded. You both give the impression that you're holding back. You both pretend you both pretend to be cooperating when really you're wanting your own game. Maybe you're protecting maybe you're projecting because you know my husband I've told you everything I can remember. She shrugged, seemed almost amused. I took a long look at the mill I'd been avoiding. Maybe, she said, it's true. I know him very well. We were partners for a decade. You know what they say about partners. They're closer than man and wife. A new way to rattle me jealousy. I wasn't going to bite. Is he on the other side? I asked. Is he watching us? Your husband, you mean? She shifted forward in her seat. Let me ask you something, Miss Robert hyphen Ross. Suppose he is there, monitoring, listening, standing idle as you dig yourself deeper and deeper. Why wouldn't he interview? Why wouldn't he intervene? 
Bounce inhale, slam his fist on the table, and order me to stop tormenting his beloved wife. Wouldn't he at least bang on the glass? This isn't going very well for you, you know. She'd confirmed it. My husband was there, watching. She was talking to him now, not me. Could it be because he knows you're guilty? She asked. Did the two of you have a heart to heart on the drive back from Texas? She taped the Manila photo on the table in front of her. Or maybe it's the other way around, she said. Maybe you're protecting him. I mean, however, you look at it. It was seen who set this whole thing in motion. You have lost it, I said. You're, you are off your rocket. You're off your walker. I didn't care anymore about winning over. If I'd been someone else, someone like Anna or even Serena, I would have lunged. I am, she asked. Tell me, how does a cop's wife end up working for Florida's top crime family? Are you really going to tell me that scene didn't get you the job? Maybe he wanted you in Costello's house for a reason. Maybe that reason expired. Or maybe you just just couldn't take it anymore. I cocked my head and forward my brow like a puppy confused by her master's command. Don't you know? I asked. Know what? I was looking for you. For me? For Tampa PD, I fired, I filled out the implement paperwork and everything I gave weekly reports. And you were paid for this? Once a month, like clockwork. How were you paid? And Cassine said that was standard procedure. He said Banks left a paper trail that someone like Anthony could easily check on. And Shane made these payments himself? I nodded. And you reported directly to him? I nodded again. She didn't say anything. She didn't have to. Her smoke said it all. Hannigan came back after a long coffee break, during which I'd been left alone to stew. Time to switch gears, she said. She opened the photo, flipped through the top pages. Your medical records, she said. Type 2 diabetes is no joke. That's what bothers me most about your story. I don't follow. You say you woke up thinking you'd passed out due to either a missed dose of insulin or dehydration, but we both know you weren't dehydrated. The morning wasn't particularly hot, and you'd only wandered off for a few hours. If you blackened out, it had to be something like insulin shock. 
Yes, he slid down off the rock and was suddenly fine. Noel, in your testimony, do you mention searching for your insulin bag once you get back to the house? Shouldn't that have been your first priority? You know the way you're supposed to secure your own oxygen mask before you start helping your kids. I was disoriented, and then there was the shock of seeing Anthony like that. I couldn't think straight. Shock? That's that word again. You know, I did something. Shock? That's that word again. You know, I did some research. She held up a sheet of paper and waved it around. Diabetes don't usually black out because they missed a dose. In fact, blackouts are very, very well. No, I think you invented your little bout of amnesia because that one detail you can't explain to us is the knife wound in your calf. It wasn't a knife wound, I said. It must have been a rock, maybe a beer bottle. Anthony liked to host cookouts. I asked CSI to look into that. They had an entire class of cadets from the academy searched the area. No rock salt or jacked enough to have made such a clean incision. No discarded bottles, not even a pointy stick. I told you, I don't remember how it happened. That's okay, Hagen said. I have a pretty good idea. She let me chew that over for a long, hostile beat. One more thing, she said. You were alone when you left the house? Yes. Which means you were alone when you got into your car? Yes. And you didn't take anything with you? Anything that didn't belong to you? I hung my head. You know what I took, I said. That's it. See you next time. Bye-bye.